And now, your host, Mr. Redbeard and Mick. Welcome to episode 64 of the We're Alive Fancast, where we cover every new release of the We're Alive audio drama. I'm Mick. And I'm Mr. Redbeard. And uh, welcome back, Mr. Redbeard. It has been a long time. It has been a long time since we sat in these uh, chairs here in Mick Red We're Alive Fancast Studios. I mean, I'm less of a man since then. <laughs> you are. You're missing something. <laughs> and some weight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened? Uh, I got my appendix taken out. Mm. During the time I should have been doing a Dare to Survive episode. Out in the wilderness alone, right? Oh, yeah. No vehicle. Well, you guys will hear more about that over time. No communication. <laughs> Luckily, you weren't out there. No, luckily, I wasn't. All right. So, we're potentially going to have some new listeners this go around with it being a whole new series. It doesn't quite require you to. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be one hundred percent necessary. You listen to it. I think you should, but you don't have to. You definitely should. I guess we. Need to go back over our introductions a little bit and tell people who we are and how we came about doing the fan cast. Sure. Who are you? I'm I'm Mr. Redbeard. Uh, my name is also Britton. We're I'm an I'm a nerd, programmer. Like doing stuff outdoors. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan. Yeah. Unpaid fan. <laughs> <laughs> Could you pay me to load? Yes, pay me. But, uh, that's, <laughs> Wait a second. That's not legal. <laughs> it. I meant... Ah. <laughs> I'm Mick. I like turtles. Spending time with my beautiful wife and playing and coaching my kids. Uh, keeping up with space stuff, space exploration, and do sysadmin IT specialist work. Well, Brittany and Mr. Redbeard and I work in the same organization. Luckily, I'm at a point where I love my job, love my family, love my friends, love we're alive. So, <laughs> it's a pretty good life. It is right now. It's also good to be podcasting uh, this this show, which I feel has been a very successful as far as a, po- po- a fan cast podcast thing goes. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with a lot of uh, friends and listeners and things like that. Oh yeah, same here. This is it's been too long. Yes, it's been it's been too long since we're alive. But actually, I never was sure we would get more we're alive. You know, for a little while there. But yeah, we're back. So, and we're jumping right back into it. <laughs> hey, did you notice that lockdown is in the uh, performing arts section of iTunes? Instead of, I think it was in literature before. Oh, really? Yeah. Was there, was there a performing arts before? I don't know if there was, but yeah, I think it fits perfectly. I mean, literature I mean, a, was good too, but a lot's changed since then. I mean, even Google Play is going to have a podcast directory now, mm-hmm. which is crazy. It's about time, really. Yeah, oh yeah, I thought that was way behind the curve. I'm tired of iTunes kind of being the stat, the standard, the status quo for podcast directories yeah and i would love to be able to open up itunes once without it saying you need to update (laughs) yeah every single time 
takes five minutes to start up and and does that and i mean the world of everything being web-based you 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 would think itunes would get the program and kind of bring more html5 content to the to the table but nope 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 Mm -mm. i don't want to harp on apple too much because that is the majority right we we love you guys oh no we don't the customers (laughs) aren't the problem no no they're not the problem at all uh so Uh, i'm just gonna talk a little bit about our fan cast some more and we'll you know how we cover the show we don't typically do synopsis synopsises synopsi (laughs) but uh we just do like a scene by scene coverage of whichever show we're covering we only spoil the episode that we're covering and what came before it. We don't really go through and uh, we won't if like say for this, this is the preview coverage. I guess I should have said that we're covering the preview, <laughs> <laughs> the preview to We're Live Lockdown. But uh, part one's already out for the Kickstarter backers, backers, and um, we're not going to spoil that. Even if we had listened to it, which we haven't, we wanted to come into this fresh without knowing what happens next because I think the mystery is what makes We're Live so much fun or part of it. And so uh, does that make sense? Did I get that across yeah. clearly? I think so. And I, I mean, because uh, the whole whole thing is, is like if we had already listened to it, we would inevitably say something. Right. Or have an insight to a scene in the preview that we wouldn't have otherwise had. Yeah, like that crow that was talking there. <laughs> I actually didn't hear a crow, but I need to go back and listen for one. Uh, I bet there is one. I bet there is. I wasn't even listening for one. Dang it. <laughs> Sorry, Grog. And I'm not Close. I'm not sure what our release schedule is going to be just 100% yet. No, because I'm not sure what the release schedule for public release is going to be yet. So it'll kind of revolve around that. Right. And we were talking a little bit. I think we agreed that we might like to aim for the first Thursday after public release, but we're not we're not really sure yet. We'll have to get back to you guys. And we'll definitely keep you aware on that if you keep up with the WA Fancast Twitter account at WA Fancast or look for search for We're Alive Fancast on Facebook and we'll keep you up to date on those two locations. Yes. So spoiler warning. Anything else? No, I can't think of anything else before we get right into it. Oh, yes. Spoiler warning for the preview, of course. If you haven't listened, you might want to go listen to that first because we're going to talk about every piece of it. And iTunes reviews. We just got done thoroughly talking (laughs) about iTunes, but honestly, (laughs) they are the bread and butter of podcasting, so we would love your iTunes reviews. The more reviews that are out there for the show... Uh, the more people are likely to find the fan cast, which leads to more uh, listeners and fans of We Are Live joining um, us covering it, which leads to a, a better show that we can put on. Yes. So eventually we'll start begging for Google Play reviews too. <laughs> Just be prepared for that. We don't get paid anything, but we would like your love. Yes. We're not, <laughs> not going to pay for it though. Apparently that's illegal. <laughs> Unless you film it, and then it's okay. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) 
So you can always find us at mickrad.com. We have other shows that are over there. Mick does a comic cast. I have a nerd blog, maker blog type thing going on and some other assorted content that we're going to try to hit up and kind of make a little bit better and set new goals for the new year. Oh, yeah. The new We're, we're Alive year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to talk about this this uh, here album art? Oh, let me bring that up so it's in front of my face. Sure, I'll start describing it while you're bringing it up. I got it. Okay, great. It's uh looks like a picture of the Twin Towers jail, and there are the cast of the lockdown in front of it, either in their well in those various outfits, whether inmate or uh, correctional officer. And with ink looking on in the background with the green eyes and a little bit of a smoky thing going on with him. It's in a very different style than I've ever seen. I guess the closest I could think of would be maybe kind of Incredibles, but more sketch artist looking. Yeah, um, and I've got the artist that put this together noted. And there's it. also zombie hands reaching out in the foreground towards them, which... I think I like everything about this, the style. Yeah, it's pretty great. All the stuff that's there in it. It so is an, for that, but I can't think of it. It is an artist named Stanley Von Medvey Jr. That's good. And he killed it. Oh yeah. I, I I'm making assumptions. I I think I can guess who some of these people are, but. <laughs> We won't do that this episode. <laughs> yeah, good point. I was about to start guessing. I've got one, I think. I think the guy in the bottom might be the one we hear from this episode, but I don't know for sure. That's what I was kind of thinking, too. I'm pretty oh, sure that's dead I'm not on. saying anything more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah, the artist nailed it. I wonder if he actually listened to uh, the first series to get an idea for this. Or if this is completely fresh steak. Yeah, well, either way, he, it's really good. <gasps> oh, and you see the really big prisoner in there? Yes. Or, yep. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. I didn't even think about it before. I didn't but... either. He is... He's somebody we know, I think. <laughs> he's a... I don't know. What's the word for big? Uh, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I, I see what you're doing there. I like it. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even realize that until we started looking at it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't be more excited about this coming out. That's here. Uh, okay, so we're, we're going to jump into the scene-by-scene scene coverage. I'm ready. So, yeah, we, we start out with a, a group of, well, I mean, we know now, the Maulers at the campfire. Mm -hmm. And he, they're asking for teepee. <laughs> which I thought was great. I was like, man, that's got to be a, a hot commodity. It's At this point, how long have they been in the, I guess, the apocalypse? It's been a while now. I could I could guess to, to when it takes place as far as the story goes, but I couldn't give you a for sure chronological I, time. I'd have to go back and look at her notes. It's not fresh on my mind, but Same here. I, know it's, I know it's been over a year. But at some point, that's gotta that's gotta become a hard to find thing. Toilet paper. 
But yeah, we we start hearing a group, a small group that sounds like it's probably three to four guys, and they got a hostage. Yeah, and you get a kind of get a feel for the dynamic going on here, and they're not very nice to this hostage. No, and that's about the time that we're introduced to Weasel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about the only name that I really caught out of the group besides the hostage. Right in this section, that's all I've. That's all I was able to to get as well. Okay, cool. I, I didn't know if I'd miss something there, but I listened a couple times. It's the only name I was able to pull out. Yeah, and so they got a they got a hostage. They're treating him pretty poorly. It sounds like the only thing he's had to eat that day was a a rat, and he had uh, was begging for food because they had some leftover beans. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take long for me to feel really really bad for this hostage. <laughs> Oh yeah. Without knowing anything else that we learn later, that is actually alluded to in this scene. I didn't yes. catch it till the second time I listened to it, but um, yeah, it gave it, it gave it a lot more weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but well, yeah, when he's asking for beans, and the guy wouldn't, you know, and the other guy was finished with his and wasn't even going to eat them anymore, and so, and I think the guy playing this hostage is really. Uh, this, he's doing a really good performance. Oh yeah. So the, while the guy's out doing his deed, doing his do, you hear a uh, some wise cracks back and forth, which is pretty funny. Uh, I enjoy those. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the first f- shot fired in their direction. Right. And right before that shot, there was a weird noise that happened, and I didn't quite catch. Like they said, there's a strange noise, and then someone said, "Someone's breakfast." What's this about? Oh, I think it was another rat. Oh, that's what I got out of it. Okay, I'll have to go back and listen to that. I I listened to it over and over again. I could not figure out because it sounds like, like really, I couldn't tell if it's like something spinning around or if it's supposed to be like an arrow going through the air or something. I didn't think it was. He he used he used a knife to. to go dispatch whatever it was. I, I thought for sure it was going to be, you know, one of the slower, not zombies, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, that's what I think it was. They were going with the knife to get those guys. Maybe there was an, a rat somewhere over, around there. Okay, sorry. You want to go back to the gunshots? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they... So, a shot fire uh, is fired. Now, that's got to be the worst position to ever be in. Oh. Like, Shots start coming through. You're over there <laughs> taking a deuce, and he started having to worry about getting shot. Well, he does. I mean, they all like so. I don't know. I can't, I couldn't help but wonder. It's like, did he get shot with his pants around his ankles? Oh, I mean, that, that's the the most undignified way to go. It really is. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine you just <laughs> it is the, the dilemma in your head. Do I try to hide out here and? finish my business or you know do yeah do i just oh, pull them up without taking care of it that's not fun but i guess it's probably the better solution if you want to live yeah <laughs> but it, it, it's pretty quick that we start hearing some familiar voices from this first series and and you, and you can put it together pretty quickly who's all in this scene uh i for sure heard cj burt puck and we know there was a Roger, although I couldn't find a Roger in the wiki. Right. And maybe Hope. Yeah, maybe Hope. And uh, sounds a lot like Hope. 
Yeah, like in the, well, at the end of series one, it sounds like that hope. Yes. It, and I don't know. Uh, it was a welcome surprise because I knew that Puck, Bert, and CJ were cast, and we were going to expect to hear them a little bit, but I didn't know of anyone else. So, yeah, I hope it was hope. Yeah, me too. I didn't know who else was going to be involved in it. Uh, I don't know if this is the best place to put it or not, but I know that there was a recording done with somebody in France. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I won't, I won't say anything else, but I was like, uh, maybe she's coming back. I don't know. Maybe I missed something on it, but uh, I was kind of excited to hear that, yeah, too. Look at my hopes up and dash them, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I couldn't find a Roger in the wiki. I don't know if uh, maybe I forgot that person or did you have an insight to that? I didn't. I was hoping you might. And But if anybody does, I mean, we miss things. Definitely let us know if there's a Roger reference you caught from the story of survival. Uh, that's, that's what Michael Swan called it. And the end credits was he referred to series one as a story of survival. It's like, I guess that's what they're going to call it in there. Yeah. Continuity or whatever. I'll try to that's pretty good. Very good. It all seems like a story of survival. But, (laughs) (laughs) But so, you know, we kind of piece together that the colonists are attacking this group before they have a, a chance to launch an attack on the colony. And you find out that they have enough explosives to pretty much take out a whole section of wall at the colony which would have probably meant the end of the colony if that were to happen or at least knock a huge dent in their numbers oh yeah that and especially if they have any more friends which i don't know if we're supposed to believe they do or not at this point i don't know i know that they're <clears throat> they're really dwindling their numbers down they've been going out and hunting them down right which was pretty cool to hear, especially as a follow-up. But this seemed like a pretty small group uh, led by a guy named Weasel. Mm-hmm. Now, I did, couldn't find a Weasel in the wiki I either. I couldn't find him either. I'm thinking this is a new character that you know, didn't live very long. But uh, so I want to, I want to go in. I don't know what the. I don't know what the take is on it. I don't know if we're supposed to have a separate wiki for the new series or if we can add to the old one. And so I I restrained myself from going out and creating new entries because I was like, well, maybe Casey doesn't want us to do that yet. Right. So at some point, uh, if no one else has done it, I'll start adding stuff in there and I'll go back and research some old notes to find out if I can find a, a Roger or a Weasel and the older episodes so I can create the entries. So yeah, they're, they're riding back to a uh, safe house. Is that what it was? Or a rally an, point? An outpost, I think. But uh, real quick in that last scene also, uh, the music in the scene, they had some like nice little dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, a little driving score going on in the background. I really enjoyed oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then when they, when the, an explosion went off, it was like they had the little sound you hear, you know, like Saving Private Ryan when everything Pure, goes crazy. And hear, yeah, but it also had this deep bass in the explosion, and that exp- that bass didn't go away immediately, even after the ears ringing. So it sounded like disorienting, 
but it was cool. it eventually faded away and you could hear Puck talking over it. So I thought, I that, thought was, that was yeah. That was so well that done. That was really good. And even more, yep. I'm I just feel so bad for this hostage. Bert is he's not wrong for not untying him. And maybe he's not wrong for being so callous with him. Because, I mean, you, you can't <laughs> trust this guy. But I just, knowing the little bit we know about him before this, I was, I'm like, oh, he could be a bad guy, but still, I feel awful for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, after, you know, their past experiences, I, I get it. Yeah. I definitely get it. And one more thing. Uh, I like that they recover Roger. I thought he was dead already, but apparently in this next scene, we find out he's not He's he's not dead yet. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They're could put the panels to him, trying to bring him back. Yeah, which is a good reminder that Puck is a medic, right? Yeah, you know, I I forgot about that, Me and I too. think that's why a lot of people were thinking, "What is that, Saul?" Because oh. <laughs> you know that you know Saul was uh, the medic in the previous series, and. Uh, I guess that's why people came to that conclusion. I not thinking clearly or got got kind of excited, maybe thinking it was a a. I'll leave that out. Yeah, uh, either way. He's not a, he's not going to be in this one. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> not unless it's a flashback, right? So yeah, for a split second when I heard Puck, I I did think Saul, even though I know exactly what Saul sounds like, but it's been long enough that. Puck has a distinct voice, and I just, in my head, I thought Saul, and me and uh, I think Emma on Twitter, she was asking if it was Saul or not, because she was doing like a live tweet when she was listening to it. I was like, yeah, I thought the same thing for a second. I uh, And you guys weren't alone on that, too. I saw it elsewhere. So, but yeah, that you know, you were talking about the music during the, uh, the ride. Mm-hmm. There was also... No, I meant during the, the shootout. Okay, so and it was that, you know, it almost sounded like a a less like a lesser quality gunfire. And when I first heard it, I was like, "What is that?" Now, was did that get corrected? Is that something that got corrected, or did I hear something totally different? I don't know. I don't know what you're referring to. I have to go back and listen to it again, make sure I have the latest copy. Yeah, because. I'm fairly sure I do, but there was something, maybe it was just on these weaker speakers I was listening to, and mm-hmm. I heard this noise in there, and it didn't really, it sounded like a tension-building thing, but I couldn't really tell for sure. This, so uh, I have to listen to it again with these good headphones. And if you didn't listen to it from the what from what uh, they released on the, the We're Alive Story of Survival feed, because you know they have the lockdown feed also, Oh they're, yeah, right. they're different. Um, they are the end credits after the end credits on the the one that's in the story of survival the series one uh, podcast has, a, has all the Michael Swan. Yeah, Michael it. Swan goes into awesome mode and yes. starts, and he starts explaining things about that. But he also starts explaining things about Casey's other project coming up and has a little neat style to the way he does that too. So if you if you've only listened to it on the lockdown feed, I'd I would go check it out on the uh, story of survival series one feed. Oh yeah, definitely. And we'll talk a little bit about that too here at the end. Yes. So you know, okay, they're they're okay at this point. They're riding back to the to the uh, rally point, and we find out 
this new guy, the hostage, his name is Simon or Simeon Eklund. And uh, we find out that he was held in the jail, the twin, is it Twin Tower Jail? Yes. What, what is it? That's it. Okay. It, it sounded like the other stuff. So, okay. Yeah. We found out that he was in the Twin Tower Jail uh, for, what was he doing? Was in there was for the shoplifting? It was, yeah, it was theft. It didn't really specify. Right. Because he had a bracelet that kind of identified an inmate number. Yeah, and that's what he showed them. To be like, hey, I don't have an ID, but I've got this bracelet. I got it thrown out of the moving <laughs> vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of interesting. We kind of find out a little bit more and find out that he was there the entire time our friend was there. Oh, man. He did. Uh, we... Okay, now I'm confused. Was Puck a medic? Was Puck not a medic? Uh, let he definitely me... handles the paddles in this scene, I, I believe. Maybe he was cross-training with Saul yeah, back in the day. I guarantee they did that because CJ would make that happen, I believe. Um, and while you're looking that up, um, someone warns Bird about the pipe bombs he's throwing from the vehicle. Because of the shrapnel, and he kind of shrugs them off, you know. And mm -hmm. another great production note here: uh, the explosion. You can hear, you know, the little sounds of it hit the shrapnel or hit the vehicle just right after the bomb goes off, and it sounds like, you know, metal hitting a metal car door. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, right after a great sounding explosion. So just, I mean, all around they're going all out on this preview here. I, you know what? I don't think Puck was a medic originally. I think he was just a a young soldier when he was first introduced. Right. That makes sense. For for some reason, I was misremembering um, that he was a medic. I think it's, uh, oh, this is like, you know, we're getting re reintroduced to the Maulers. A little refresher there, a little refresher that Puck's a medic. <laughs> nope. I, I think that was kind of romancing. Yes. I was turning it into Paul or Suck. A combination of Puck and Saul. Yes. That's, that's not appropriate. No. Um, so the hostage asks for food uh, while they're on the ride back, you know. This is right after we hear that female asked to get into the turret, who sounds just like Hope, which, and, which means Hope can see pretty well... If, CJ's asking her to get into a turret. Also, CJ's driving the truck. That was the getaway truck. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, it was good to hear. Yes. Wonder what's what's leg does she lose? Uh, it may have been her left leg. Yeah, whichever one she could drive with either leg. I'm not uh, saying that couldn't happen for sure. It would be hard for me though if I had lost my driving leg. Uh, yeah. so. The hostage asks for food. I, just, I continue to feel horrible for this guy. He's like, all I had was a rat for breakfast, which we we know for sure is all I had. Yeah. Bird's like, you don't get until we know you're the hostage. <laughs> yeah, they're not the most accommodating bunch at this moment. Mm -hmm. And so the hostage starts to reveal a little bit of info to them because he doesn't care. You know, he wants 
it's to be you know friends with these these not awful terrible people <laughs> and Bert Bert says uh you know what are the oh what do they make you their little something you know when then that that point Simon breaks down and cries yeah and Puck's like oh man you poor poor guy yeah. <laughs> I like Puck man I like Puck in this uh in this line he uses too whatever it is I was like oh there's there's a little bit of uh sympathy there <laughs> yeah Puck Puck delivered my one of my favorite lines in this one that we'll get to later. Good, I think me too. Yeah, and I, I'm just I can't wait to find out how they're going to introduce past things that have already been you know introduced to this new series. Right. Like how how deep are they going to go? Are they going to uh, how much more stuff is going to be uncovered that we didn't know before? You know, it's just, it's a whole other adventure that I'm incredibly excited for. Right. We're, we're headed there for sure. And I thought about these Maulers here. I wonder if this is all we're going to get of them. And just, and were they just used to have a little bit of action to start off the series? Or, or if we're going to hear more of them once we get into lockdown at the Twin Towers? Like action happening while he's at the colony. Oh no no! Like, um, are we gonna? Will we hear anything from the inmates or correctional officers at lockdown that have anything to do well, with Maulers? Oh oh, about the Maulers from that perspective, right. from that from that perspective. I don't know. Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, or if they're only used I, for the action piece here. I don't know. Either way, I don't care. I mean, I think it's great. Yeah, the, this was uh, as far as being only fifteen minutes long. It seems like I you, there's a lot you could rip open and really talk about in depth. Yeah, Simon's got uh, he's showing off his his bruising. He's got the bruises on his yeah. face. He says, "Look at his hands. He's got you know they're messed up from being tied up. He's got other trauma going on there that we've kind of hinted at." And Bert references an older character, Kalani, saying, hey, you know, we've heard sob stories before. That's why we're not going to believe you just a second. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. We're left hanging for a while until the the next episode comes out, or the actual first episode comes out. Right. And this, um, it's good to hear the old friends again. Yeah, it really is. It kind of felt like home. Which that sounds after saying that it sounds kind of ridiculous, but <laughs> no, but really it was good to hear him, and I thought this is the way they went about it. it was they, it was very just sounded like you know what they would be doing out on a little mission hunting down some maulers. You know they seemed very organized as they were executing the attack, right? And and CJ kept them going even though Puck is like. This is too much. We're gonna end up losing more people. Exactly, as they were, and plus they were getting overrun by um, the zombies or whatever we're gonna call them. <laughs> uh, they're zombies. At the end of the day, that's what they are. Right. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. It sounds like they they're, they kind of have made it seem like this is the last of the Maulers, and I'm wondering if that, like you were saying earlier, are we gonna hear anything else out of them, or is that truly the last of them? Mm -hmm. And one more thing about this hostage, we talked about being abused, of course. 
so in the first scene, uh, one of the maulers, I didn't catch this. This is the thing I didn't catch until the second time around. One of the maulers says something like, I might miss him, and then pauses for a second. I know I will. I was like, oh. Oh, it's so dirty. That's, that's bad. Why'd you go there? I need a shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, like I said, we ended with Michael Swan on the uh, story of the survival of the regular feed. And that was just incredible. It was. Everything about it. It was so, yeah, it was. If you haven't heard it, you need to hear it. But he just, he goes deep into the theater of the mind spiel and talks about closing your eyes and, you know, not while you're driving, which is pretty funny. Which I was <laughs> driving whenever he said that. <laughs> Did you close your eyes? I didn't, but I was like, I can't close my eyes. And then he said that piece. It was, so it was funny. But the, uh, I was thinking, I was like, I'd love to listen to this series, you know, doing that, closing your eyes, turning off the lights and just kind of enjoying it because, I mean, it could, it could be really scary. And what, I mean, my imagination is thinking that the rest of this could be, could go in the really scary direction because you just got a prison with no to hardly no power and weird things happening and experiments going on and junk like that so Ugh. should I say experiments going on um you can sure that out if you want to yeah I might I don't know this one's gonna be a little bit rough all right we're, we're gonna we gotta find our stride with this and uh try not to spoil the crap out of the original series for people but right. at the same time do we really care <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. know if, I don't know if it's spoiling it if it's in the past for this series, but in this at the same time, I could see that it might be. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Right, we may let's we just got to find our stride with this, and this episode may be a little rough around yeah. the edges, but and we'll get it'll, it'll get we better. can get feedback on that too. Maybe maybe that's what we kind of now that we've kind of rolled this up to what we have at the moment. What do you guys think? And you know, should we should we reference the older episodes when it makes sense to, or should we be sensitive to those that may not have heard it yet? So if you could, just let us know on Facebook or Twitter, or you can email us too. What is that one? Wafancast at gmail dot com. That's it wafancast at gmail.com cool so what else we got on our uh, my next piece is uh, favorite lines unless you have something else before that no let's do that I've got two of them I do too awesome I wonder if they're both the same thing that's gonna be hilarious okay uh, my first one is unless you're wiping for me I'll take all the time I want that one was pretty good <laughs> that wasn't one of mine okay. uh, so my first one is, don't look at me. I didn't make up the stupid name. Yeah, about the Maulers, <laughs> talking about the Maulers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you didn't use my other puck line because uh, I thought it was pretty great. Whenever Bert's using the pipe bombs and Puck goes, uh, could you not use those? I just got pieces falling all over here. I love the that Hoss you can hear goes, them. Oh, gross. Plop. Yeah. I love you can hear the pieces plop to the ground. Yes, well, I wonder what kind of foley work that took. 
I don't know. Uh, do they have a Just barbecue cut up that a day? Dead go pig. <laughs> uh, I, I wonder what the analog is for that. Mm -hmm. We'll have to ask them. No doubt. Well, my my second one is because it's just so knowing what we know. It's pretty creepy to hear him say, you know, when they were asking him how long were you there, and he's like, "Till the bitter end." I'm like, whoa, yeah. that's good. So we're gonna get the full story from this guy, and like, and I'm glad I like his performance because I think we're gonna be hearing from him the entire series. This entire series. Yeah. So that actor's name is Colby Clayton Lee Master. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look forward to finding out what his actual speaking voice sounds like. If it's if it's similar or if it's completely different. Oh yeah. I, I know not to just assume anymore. After Bert. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I know. Yeah, it to me it sounds put on, but I guess I wonder how much of it is. I don't know. He's pretty good though. Definitely. And I can't wait to have one of these posters. Oh, it should be here any day now, I'm guessing. Well, I didn't get that one. You didn't? I went back and looked at my perk. I was like, oh, I thought I got that with it. I guess I'll have to order it separately. Oh, well. I got the signed copy of the script. Ooh, very nice. So that'll go in our collection. Absolutely. Yeah, at some point I'll have to put up some pictures of our memorabilia because I'm I'm pretty proud of Stacking it. Stacking it up over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or in here, since we're in a studio. Yeah, yeah. This is, we're about the same place, didn't you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do you want to go into ratings? Uh, Yeah. We don't, we're going to rate this out of five? Well, you know what my answer is. <laughs> oh, no. Is it? <laughs> you, you're, not, five, you're not held baby. down to that. <laughs> this is still the best show out there. I, I've listened this, tried to listen to so many other serialized audio dramas, and I'm, I'm still convinced this is by far the best one out there. Still, there's no question about that. No question about that. I mean, because if it's not quality, it's consistency. I mean, Casey is never disappointed. Nope. So, not on either front. Nope. What do you give uh, it? Well, I'm basing it against all of We're Alive, and I'm trying to be as critical as I can. But, of course, I love the show, so I went uh, four or five. I can't think of anything that like really sticks out as being bad about it, it but it, it's just it's a preview. It's like a teaser. Um, I don't know. It's it's not Four is not a bad rating, though. I think it's, I think no, it's, it's, really I think it's excellent. And a couple more notes real quick. Uh, the production quality. Did you notice a difference in quality in this one? Uh, when I went back and listened to the remastered version. Well, okay. It seemed like the Foley work was expanded a little bit. Maybe they weren't using the uh, the stock uh, sounds. Mm -hmm. uh, it sounded like some of the older stuff had been remastered maybe a little bit. But it was good. I, I liked it. Yeah. I... I couldn't notice a big increase in quality, mainly because, I mean, season four was just so well produced. Oh yeah, it was knocked out of the park. Uh, I I think I think there was maybe maybe even a little bit more attention to detail with this one, but that might just be the recency effect uh, playing with me here. 
I I think there were some nuances given attention this time that maybe weren't they weren't able to or maybe didn't just maybe didn't want to. I, I don't know. But like what you were saying earlier about that during the uh, the pipe bomb scenes where you had that concussive force and the deep bass and then it fading back in and Puck's voice coming through. Now Casey may come back and tell me that's the way we've done it all you know all along. Right. But I feel like there's just something a little different about it. Maybe Casey's not the only one editing it, so maybe that's it. I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's he seems to always uh He's always pushing the edge and coming out with new techniques on things because there was a really, I mean, I'm thinking specifically about whenever he did the thing where uh, there people, two people were on radios in the old series and when one person spoke, you could hear from their perspective and then the other person sounded like they were on a radio. But as it transitioned from being in location with one person, with person A and transitioned to person B on the radio, it, he had some kind of effect he used you know, mid-sentence, the person would go from being on the radio, crackly sound, to clear, and that would, was signifying that you're now in this other location. That that was always really nice. It really kind of set the picture in your head for it. Yeah. But, like, him, he just continually was coming up with new stuff like that as to, to help tell the story in our ears. Well, and then, I mean... I think they just had fun with it too when they got to the Michael Swan stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean that that stuff sounded really good too. Oh, it sounded it sounded great. Swan killed it. I, I loved it. It, it. It reminded me of uh, what's the what's that ride at Disney World? The Tower. Oh yeah, Hollywood the Tower, Tower of Terror. Terror. Yeah, yeah. It kind of had that feel to it a little bit, and I was like, this, this is so good. This is really and cool. with the uh, they were. There was, they had like a tape player and they were playing the music with it. And then whenever they went to talk about his other production, which we'll talk about in the, in the news section here soon, <laughs> they switched to like a 40s style music and then went back to the scary stuff to finish off. Yeah. <laughs> and the la- one more note, music. I missed, I missed the theme from the Story of Survival series. I hope that's not just going to be only included there. I I'm kind of wondering that, you know, they're probably going to develop something new for the new series, but I, I'm kind of hoping that it plays on the original. Yeah, that's just, I was considering uh getting paying somebody to read redo our intro in like a different theme and add some bass to it or something funny, you know, just to, to be cool with it. <laughs> we we can look at doing that, but uh. It, It'd be fun. Just the trick, you know. Won't be a won't be a surprise now, but it would be funny to surprise people with that. It starts out the same, and then all of a sudden, Prolix <laughs> drops the base. Oh, jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, no dubstep on the freaking. Dubstep. Oh, and I thought it was priceless. Michael Swan was talking about the forums and people discussing, you know, past theories and new stuff and there is a new thread already out there for for lockdown but he also said that it was where people would go to talk about their hate for pigs yes that was so <laughs> funny i was like oh that's that's beautiful that's that's where i'll be he later was, he was being silly of course because we know most people love pigs well 
I, I'm all right with her. Uh, it's just, <laughs> I thought it was an interesting stance to have in the apocalypse. Right. I don't know. But it's also, I, you know, looking back on it now, I think it's really cool that they took the time to show that perspective of someone staying strong with their convictions, even in that scenario. So I'll, I'll give it that. High praise. <laughs> <laughs> what is next? What is it? End of chapter. End of chapter name game? Oh, they had, you know, they used to name the chapters, and we would try to see how many different meanings we could get from the chapter name. Ah. But uh, preview. Um, we got a preview. <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> oh, like a view yeah. from before. Yes. Let's see what, I don't, what else I'm we got? I'm ready to go over to the news section. Let's go to the news. To the news. Uh, of course, before I jump into that, we'realive.com. He just mentioned the forums. You should, if you're interested in the show and like the mystery and all that, you should sign up for the forums and uh, see what's going on. There's tons of stuff they talk about, and I'll be checking it out after we record this and listen to the next part because I don't want to be spoiled on that uh, to see what kind of crazy theories are going on because I know they've got all kinds of, they may have already figured it out. What you know? What the whole thing's gonna be about? Yes. How it ends? Because everybody throws out a theory, and sometimes one gets really close. All right. Uh, I was gonna talk about Waylon Productions' other thing he did, which is awesome which news. Is amazing news. So he re he re announced recently that Waylon Productions is gonna be handling another audio drama coming out, and I'll just read the press release. That came out of Deadline.com. There's a 10-episode audio drama written by Oscar-nominated screenwriter Josh Olson, who uh, wrote A History of Violence. The series, which will launch in fall 2016, chronicles the lives of the players in Chicago's policy numbers games of the 1940s and illuminates the self-sustaining African-American community of Bronzeville. The numbers game, or policy racket, was an illegal lottery played mostly in poor neighborhoods. It swept Chicago's black community in 1940s and was eventually taken over by the Mafia. Casey Wayland's Wayland Productions of the audio series We're Alive uh, will handle physical production. Uh, I don't have mentioned here, but it's going to have Lawrence Fishburne and Lorenz Tate, which are which... two huge name actors. I'm very excited about this one. I look forward to listening to it. I mean, it. I really like Fish, uh, Fishburn, um, and I'm looking forward to hearing him on this. But honestly, this story sounds amazing. I can't wait to hear. It. I love uh, period pieces and gangster stuff and all that. Oh yeah, I, like we might we might actually have to since it's only ten episodes long. We might actually have to cover that just on a separate little. I'm I'm very offshoot. interested in covering it. Yeah, there's no good, doubt. Good. I, I do want to cover this. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Welcome to the Numbers <laughs> fan cast. <laughs> a History of Violence. No, that's what he wrote to almost. But yeah, Policy Kings, I think, might be what it's called. Yeah, that's what it was. Policy Kings. Yeah, so we'll be the paupers of the Policy Kings. 
or something. Y'all come up with a funny name and <laughs> email it to us so we can. <laughs> the other thing I was going to talk about, do you have anything else to say about that? Sorry. No, no, that you, you summed it up really nicely. I thought that was good. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, sorry, I heard some a friend on a podcast do that when somebody said something funny to him and it made me laugh. But anyways, uh, also one more thing that We're Alive's putting out. Check out Apartment 2C. Uh, the We're Alive YouTube channel is doing a weekly thing on Tuesday nights where they have, they've been going back and listening through to the old uh, season one stuff. And I guess they're going to listen through to the whole thing. And cover that, and it's video, and they have special guests and people from the show on there, and Casey's on there answering questions and giving new insights. And uh, so, check out Apartment Two C, or as I like to call it, they took our germs. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so you know, I, that's one of those things where I'd like to go out there eventually and just hijack the show. Yes. <laughs> Not really. We can't. We can't overshadow Tony Ray or Casey himself. No, I'm just gonna sit real quiet on the couch and just like see. It's a, like, <laughs> like this part on the show was good when they had the Skittle guy, <laughs> the Skittle um, guy eating his candy. <laughs> and so that's all I had uh, for the news. Okay. Unless you had anything. That's all I got. Other than I'm really excited. And, oh, I don't know if anybody's experiences issues with our site. Just know that um, I've recently moved hosts because rvex.com is the worst hosting company that uh, has ever existed. And <laughs> I'm glad to be away from them. <laughs> so, but migration comes with little bugs and things here and there that are going to fix up. Right. And I've got a couple more things before we wrap up. But um, do you do you have a question of the week? Uh, no, you know I question didn't even think about show? it. What's everybody been up? What have you been up to? What's the most fun? What's the most enjoyable thing you've done since we are live ended? If you're a, a you know if you listened with us or if not, <laughs> just tell us. What have you been? Espe especially you, Adam. Especially yes. So basically, what have you been up to? And maybe we're alive related. Let's see. Um, what kind of is there any mystery that we know we can ask a question about? Um, do you think Bert will be featured in every episode? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I think uh, I think he could have a little piece at the beginning and the end if they're really just going to be like have Weasel telling the story. Well, I kind of want to know how uh, CJ conceives a baby. Well, not not every <laughs> detail. I, <laughs> I know how that works. <laughs> well, you see, Mr. Redbeard. <laughs> I want to know who the father is. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> I've got a couple shout-outs I'd like to do. I listened to Fallout Off the Record, which is a podcast that covers um, the Fallout 4 video game. And recently, I wrote one of them, an email about their show. And uh, one of the hosts, Shalene, uh, wrote back mentioning that she listened to the We're Live fancast. And she said something along the lines of <laughs> waiting for the epic return of Mick and Redbeard. <laughs> <laughs> which well, I was floored. Uh, and 
that she listened and you know you know just to write a random podcast and have them to come back like that it was really cool that, that is really cool you know maybe maybe the next episode will be more epic <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if everybody kept up with us while we were kind of in hiatus and after the the last series ended but we went and had a booth at a, a local comic-con type event and we actually had way more fans come by than i would have ever dreamed of right out here in little rock arkansas at the river city comic expo i was i was surprised and i remember specifically tom deweese stopping by i can't remember everybody's name that stopped by uh, but I remember tom deweese stopping and he was wearing mainly because he was wearing his arm patch with that he had made for the you know with the symbol from series one keep the zombies away uh, that was that was great. Right. And there's a couple other. There was a a cool uh, guy that was wearing like a predator paintball looking outfit. Yeah, I, I you know I'm gonna go back and look at our notes from the time mm-hmm. period, so we can give adequate shoutouts next uh, next episode because that was really cool. It was. And uh, you want to talk about where they can find us? Well, again, you can find us on. Facebook, if you search for We're Live Fancast. You can find us on Twitter at WA Fancast. Mm-hmm. You can find us at mickrad.com. Right. And 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 you can always email us at WAFancast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm Mick, at MickGinger0 at Twitter. I, or, oh, yeah. On Twitter. And what's your Twitter handle? Uh... <laughs> At Mr. <laughs> underscore Red underscore Beard. Just go to MickRed.com. There's a link there. <laughs> uh, I also do a comic podcast. I'll be covering uh, DC's Rebirth coming up soon where they're relaunching their titles again. And also a couple Superman books that come out after that. Uh, Red Beard will probably be joining me for a few of those shows. We have a lot of fun over there talking about that stuff. You can find oh, that on MickRed.com. Yes. It's a really silly album art. With a ginger uh, superhero on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those don't exist. <laughs> hey, Wally West used to have red hair. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, guys, pay attention to the World Life Fan Cast Facebook page and Twitter, and, and we'll let you know whenever part one of uh, our coverage will come out. I guess I should say our coverage of part one will come out. Yeah, you know, I, I, I skimmed, just so everybody knows, I went through and I skimmed through the forum for uh, this uh, preview, and I didn't see a whole lot in there, nothing really earth-shattering, so I'm not ignoring you guys. Yes, absolutely not. But we're trying to stay spoiler-free and keep the podcast spoiler-free for the next episode. <laughs> Anyways, uh, looking forward to recording again. This has been a blast. I hope you guys uh, are enjoying We're Alive as much as we are. And look forward to talking to you again next time. Yeah, who are you again? I'm Mick. Hey, this has been Redbeard. You ever wonder what a behemoth fart smells like? couple things I like. 
walks on the beach and search. And search. I like mustard on my biscuits. <laughs> well, tradition states that uh, the dad does this science thing. <laughs> Scientifically, traditions are stupid. 